0: Good morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, Being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Welcome to Monday, episode 43. Let's call this one word in motion off topic, because it occurred to me maybe not everyone listening knows Jesus or what God has done for them, what it means when we say the gospel. And I'd be a complete failure if I spent all this time telling you your life's purpose, that your purpose is to share the gospel and didn't state for the record what that means. The Bible as a whole is built around what we call the gospel, literally translated the good news. The thread can be seen throughout the Bible, from creation in Genesis, all the way through God's final, eventual victory in Revelation. But for sake of time, let me share with you three different places where the Bible gives us a bite-sized, say, seven-minute podcast size explanation of what the Gospel means. First, let's look at the book of Romans, and we call this series of verses, The Roman Road, casually because it takes us through the Gospel story. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You know I like to say that all means all, because that is the literal translation of the word in Scripture. All means all, with no exception. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, The wages, or the just punishment for that sin, is death, and not just physical death, but eternal separation from God and hell. Romans 5, 8 says that God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, while we were still guilty, Christ died for us. So that, well, why would he do that? So that, Romans 10, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will definitely, certainly, absolutely be saved. Verse 10 from Romans 10: For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And verse 13 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The same author from Romans puts it this way in Ephesians chapter 2, and this is my favorite, personally, my favorite explanation of the gospel. Ephesians 2 says, you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked. I like to say, and Captain Obvious would agree, that a dead person can't do anything about being dead. They can't help themselves. Ephesians 2 verse 4, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he, God, all powerful, all knowing, all everything, creator of the universe, God made us alive together with Christ. Verse eight says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is the gospel. Finally, for an even shorter summary, lastly, John 3.16, you may know it, you may not, sums it up this way, for God so loved the world, perfect holy God loved the sinful, rebellious world he made. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that's Jesus Christ, the Messiah that we've mentioned and talked about, that whosoever believes in him, Now, if we say all means all, then whosoever is the person version of all, that all the people who believe in him will not perish, will not die, will not get the death that their sins deserve, but will have eternal life. They'll get to spend eternity with God as his children. Now, if you're hearing that for the first time, or if it has meaning for you for the first time, please don't just walk away from it. Please talk to someone. There seems to be a church on almost every corner these days, at least in America. Walk into the next one that you pass. Whether the sign out front says Catholic, Lutheran, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, or whatever, please walk into the next church that you pass. Ask them if they believe the Bible is true. And if they say yes, tell them you want to know more about Jesus. Now, if they say no... They don't believe the Bible's true. Walk out because you're not in a church. You're in a place that's professing lies because the Bible is true, and I can prove that to you historically and scientifically. But if you walk into any church that you pass, ask them if the Bible is true and tell them you want to know about Jesus. Too many people think they can live their normal lives for now and maybe accept Jesus when they're done living. The Bible says we're not even promised tomorrow. Many, many people die not knowing Jesus. Young people think maybe they'll, they'll, they'll accept Jesus when they're done living. They'll accept Jesus when they're old and they're ready to, they think of, be boring, quote-unquote. And many young people, middle-aged people, even older people are hit by cars, killed by aneurysms they didn't even know they had, heart attacks and strokes, die not knowing Jesus because they figured there would always be time and then it's too late. This is your chance. You're invited to go from being dead, completely separated from God, to permanently, eternally alive, more alive than you could ever imagine. But I can't make you, no one can make you. It's up to you. Let me pray for you this morning. God, I pray for those that are either hearing this for the first time or maybe thinking about it for the first time. Lord, give them the courage to walk into a church or to go to their friend who's always talking about going to church and ask questions. Lord, and I pray that whatever church they walk into, Lord, that you would put someone there to meet them, to talk to them, that you would set up those conversations, Lord, that these people could come to know you and could move from death into life. God, I thank you for your free gift of eternal life. I pray that you would prepare these conversations for such a time as this. God, I thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I know this wasn't a normal word in motion. We'll be back in Acts tomorrow, but the gospel needs told. And even if you're already a disciple of Jesus, it never hurts to hear it, right? I hope you have a great day, and we'll talk tomorrow.